1: Hello to all you amazing Mets fans, you're listening to Locked On Mets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. To get this show every day, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, you can also tell your smart device to play, Podcast Locked On Mets. The Mets made a big signing on Tuesday, bringing in reliever Trevor May, who was a free agent formerly with the Minnesota Twins. On today's show to talk about May, I brought in the host of Locked On Twins, Nash Walker. He raves about Trevor May and what he brings to the table for the Mets. He signs a two-year, $15 million deal, and he will now be a key figure at the back end of the bullpen, along with Edwin Diaz. Before I get into our conversation, I'm your host, Ryan Ficklestein. If you want to find any of my work, follow me on Twitter, at Ryan. You can also find some of my writing about the Mets at MetsMoraisOnline.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. If you want to try Built Bar today, go to BiltBar.com use the promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off your next order. All right, here it is, my conversation with Nash Walker, host of Locked On Twins, about the newest Met, Trevor May. All right, Mets fans, really happy to bring on this guest because the Mets made a big signing in free agency, getting reliever Trevor May, and who better to talk about May than the host of Locked On Twins, Nash Walker. Thanks for joining me.
0: Yeah, thanks, Ryan. I'm excited to talk about Trevor. I think uh, it's a it's a really exciting signing. You guys should be excited about it.
1: Looking at his career, I mean, it seems like he kind of have the pre-Tommy John and after, and he returned in 2018. and. Really has been a great reliever for the past three seasons. What changed after the surgery?
0: Yeah, what we've seen, I think, in this new regime, too, Ryan with uh, Derek Thad Levine at at the helm now for the Twins, is what they've done is they take these starters, because Trevor May came up as a starter um, and came over in that Ben Revere trade in 2012 from Philly, but came up as a starter. And, you know, what we've seen is they take these starters and they kind of flip them and turn them into really good relievers. And what they, what they did with Trevor is what they've done with a lot of them. Tyler Duffy is another example of that. Fastball's up. You know, what we've seen, just kind of new-age baseball. You know, it's they focus on what's your best pitch, and they maximize that pitch, and they did that with Trevor May, too, where his slider became a really good pitch. And because he's a starter, or was a starter, he had a change-up, too, that he can flash against lefties. But it's that big fastball and a developed slider now that sometimes he can hang a little bit, but I mean, he's got a great two pitch mix there and then can beat lefties too, where you don't have to platoon him against righties. So what changed, I would say is the main thing is having him throw that heat up. And once they move into the bullpen, as you see with a lot of guys is they, they gain velocity. He gets bigger he's throwing much harder. And now he's one of the hardest throwers out of any bullpen. Um, And it's just dominant when he's on, he's just dominant.
1: What's interesting too, is there is, a link with the Mets right now because you have Jeremy Hefner who was in Minnesota and came over to the Mets to be their pitching coach. Was there anything between those guys that kind of makes sense that they're reuniting now?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's what it is. I think it's this new age style analytics. I know analytics is such a buzzword, but you know, it's, it's just data, you know, it's, it's data. and, And the twins I know have been, I'm glad at the forefront of a lot of that, And Jeremy Hefner was, and the Mets plucked him away. That was a great, great get for the Mets again. And what you're seeing is uh, guys like Trevor in the twin system, that's what they're doing with them. And I think there is a link with that. And it's going to help Trevor, I think, having Jeremy there, I'm sure, because he was a big part of that, of having him make some adjustments, throw your best pitches more. And it's such a simple concept. But once Trevor started doing that, once Tyler Duffy started doing that, you saw them just develop as these back-end relievers who could really pump it and taylor rogers is another example of that in the twins bullpen just you know in, in their own bullpen but uh, yeah i think definitely you're going to see him continue to develop and the thing about trevor too is he has the ability i think it's 15 million about right two years 15 million he has the ability i think in the upside because he has such such swing and miss and dominant stuff to outpitch that contract substantially you could see him with he still has wiggle room i think because he had tommy john in 2017, and he's only had a couple of years here. He doesn't have a lot of wear and tear on that arm. I think you have some upside here of he's good right now. He's, he's you know, late inning, high leverage reliever right now for the most part, but you have some room there. And if he links back up with Hefner and they work together and, uh, you know, you could certainly see him take that next step, which would be to be one of the best relievers in baseball. I think right now he's probably, um, you know, really good setup, seventh, seventh eighth inning guy. And he's going to help the Mets a ton. But I'm saying he has upside to be better than that. He has upside with his stuff to be a dominant, dominant reliever. And I don't want to say closer and put that tag on him. But just he could be great. You know, he's really good, could be great. And I think that's why it's a, a really strong signing for the Mets. And they're going to have two years to work with him now to try to get him that level.
1: I think it's really interesting because you go into these off seasons and the, you know, the big names who have been closers like Brad Hand and Liam Hendricks kind of take the headlines, okay, that's the top of the market when it comes to relievers, but I think we are seeing a shift where you want the guys like May who exhibit the high strikeout rate and the whiff rate and all those things, and maybe that is the way the game's going. Is that something you've seen in Minnesota over the last couple of years that they've targeted those yeah, of guys so to the, try to develop that?
0: Absolutely. And the thing, you know, may be a question that Mets fans have who are listening – uh, why wouldn't the twins resign Trevor May for that? You know, the twins have lost Tyler Clippard, Sergio Romo, Trevor May and free agency. Now, why wouldn't they go back and get Trevor May? Well, the twins haven't shown a propensity to sign relievers to deals like this because they believe that they can develop relievers from within from failed starters or from whoever it may be is signing Matt Whistler last year on that minor league deal. And, and he ends up having ERA below two. And now they're going to bring him back as a key piece, but They've, they've signed seven reliever deals, Ryan, since they've come in in 2017. This new front office just one was over $5.01 million, and it was Addison Reed. He ends up with a 450 ERA. That was a two year, $16.8 million deal, and he gets cut in his second year. So maybe they learned their lesson there. They, they haven't shown that they want to do that. Um, and, and so I think for the Mets to make Trevor May a priority, it was probably easier for them. And I, I don't know what the Twins, you know, what their contact was with Trevor or anything like that. But I think it, it made it easier to let him go because they believe that they can develop it. And that's not a knock on Trevor at all. He's been great. I'm sure they'd love to have him back. But at that price and with other needs on the roster, I think um, they prioritize other things. And and for Trevor too probably wants to go play for a, a sweet new owner and, and go to New York. He's from Seattle, but heading out to New York for an, an up and coming special, what looks to be a special Mets team in 2021 if they make a couple more big moves here. But yeah, I think with the big names, like you mentioned with Brad hand and Liam Hendricks has been the best reliever in baseball the last two years, probably. Um, But yeah, I think you look beyond that and you look at not just the surface, but you look below the surface, Brad hands had velocity declines in, in recent years. So you look at Trevor may a guy who's pumped up his fastball, who looks like he still has his best days in front of him, to be honest with you. It's not as much name recognition as it is stuff and projection. I think that's what the Mets see here in Trevor May. I think it's a really, really strong signing for them. And it's smart to get it done now because you start to see maybe Brad Hand is off the board, maybe not as many relievers as we think will get non-tender tomorrow or in the coming days. And all of a sudden, Trevor May's got a bunch of interest. So the Mets jumped this market, especially in a slow time right now in the offseason, jumped it, went out and got him. And I know um, he's going to help Jacob DeGrom in the back end because I know you guys get, it's kind of a meme now when Jacob DeGrom gets pulled and, and Mets reliever to blow the lead. Trevor May, when he's on, and there will be times you know where he has trouble throwing strikes, his fastball can be wild at times. He throws it over the backstop uh, once in a while. But when he's on and he's throwing, and for the most part he is, when he is on, uh, he's dominant and he's so fun to watch and he just blows guys away. And, and sometimes he will hang stuff like I mentioned. Um, there's one specifically that sticks out in my mind, hung a slider, Luis Robert, can't do that. And uh, Robert hit it out in a big spot. At home against the White Sox, so he has a propensity to do that, as all pitchers do. But if he continues to develop and go in this direction, I, I can't see how he wouldn't be better than maybe a Brad Hand or or I mean Liam Hendricks is dominant, but that's the upside I think Trevor May might have here.
1: Yeah, I did notice looking over just you saw the I think it was ERA was three eight four this year, and I looked at the the game logs, and it did seem like it was mostly home runs that contributed to that. And generally, when that happens. I think you're, you're in a pretty good place with the reliever because at least you know for the most part they're not giving up the heavy traffic on the bases and they're being pretty consistent. So I think this is an awesome signing for the Mets. I don't think that they, you know, he wasn't really on my radar, but like I said, I was kind of focusing on the big names and now I see looking at the numbers, I think he's going to be an amazing fit with the Mets. Bill Barr is the best tasting protein bar on the planet. Seriously, if you have not tried Built Bar yet, you are missing out. They have so many amazing flavors, including their six new flavors. The Caramel Brownie Bar, Cookies and Cream, Cherry barcia, Lemon Almond Cheesecake, Carrot Cake, and the Apple Almond Crisp. These really are protein bars that taste like candy bars. They come covered in 100% chocolate, they're soft and easy to chew, and they are healthy too. Coming low in calorie, low in sugar high in protein, and high in fiber. If you want to try Built Bar today, go to builtbar.com. use the promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at builtbar.com. the one thing i want to talk about is uh, the personality because i look in you know to see who this guy is it seems like he's a little bit of a character <laughs> he's got his podcast he's he's gaming what do you know about trevor may off the field
0: yeah, I do want to say I have these numbers here just quickly for you. Since 2018, 151 relievers have 100 or more innings pitched. May's 16th in strikeout rate at 32.9%. He's tied for 28th in ERA plus at 141 with Diego Castillo, the great reliever in Tampa. He's tied for 14th in uh, strikeout to walk rate with Tyler Duffy, who's the Twins' best reliever. Um, and an OPS plus is tied for 19th at 66 with Alex Colme, who's going to get paid big time this offseason. And Will Smith, who signed a three-year deal with Atlanta last year. So uh, those are the numbers for you. But personality, yeah, he's great. We're going to miss him. He is so open about his interests, whether it be Twitch or he's been playing Among Us. I watch him play Among Us on his, on his stream. Uh, yeah, he's a personality. And he's a great guy to have after every single Twins win. He tweets out a little gif, go Twins, of whoever had the big night, whether it was you know Nelson Cruz. He tweeted out a gif of Melly or uh, Max Kepler, whoever it might have been. Every time they won, he really bought into being a twin these last eight years. And I think a lot of Twins fans will miss him on the mound, but they're going to miss his personality because he was a leader, a vocal leader of this team. And sometimes that can be hard for a reliever because you don't see him all the time. You know, you might see him only once, once, twice a week, sometimes. So um, for him though, he really made his voice heard and he was kind of a vocal kind of a spokesperson in a way for the Twins Um, just kind of a face for them when uh, on social media or even in interviews, he was great. Like he, he's just a really great personality. And I think he's, uh, he's worth a lot for that um, just in itself, but yeah, we're going to miss him on the mound. Like I said, and, and definitely going to miss his personality, seeing those things. Cause a lot of players don't do that, but he's so open about, it. he's got a huge following on Twitter. He's got over a hundred thousand um, I think. And, and for a reliever, that's, <laughs> that's big yeah. time. Um, but yeah, he's great. He's great for New York. I think he's going to fit in just marvelously there. I think it's a nice fit. I think Now, Twins fans might have to adopt the New York Mets as their National League team just because we're excited. We like Marcus Stroman, wanted him on the Twins, but now he's a Met uh, again, and Trevor May goes there. So I think one of my friends, Tom Froming, who writes at Twins Day with me, said he's going to pick up the Mets. I might have to as well, Ryan.
1: I mean, if there's ever a time to hop on the Mets bandwagon, (laughs) this is the year. This is the time to get on before it's too late, although... There's still that thing in the back of all Mets fans' minds. And I don't know if anyone's really vocalizing it. You still have to wonder if this is all real. And uh, if uh, we could be looking up in June or July and things might be going sideways for the Mets. But for now, it's all positive.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens too with uh, you know, the George Springer stuff and, and Trevor Bauer. I think the Mets are like the most intriguing team this offseason and get it going today with with Trevor May. When you have players, especially that you like on your team as a fan, you want them to go places where you think they'd be a good fit. You never want them to go in the division. You, know, you, you yeah. don't want them to go to uh, teams that you feel like aren't going to win. And Trevor May deserves to be on a team that's going to win and pitch for a team that's going to win. And I think the Mets have, have shown that they want to do that in 2021 and beyond now. Hopefully continue that spending trend. I think they will this offseason. But, yeah, I think – I don't know exactly the Mets – bullpen situation i know edwin diaz has had his struggles back there and and also there justin wilson is a free agent um that's who it is right ryan
1: yeah justin Wilson. yeah justin
0: wilson yeah he's also a free agent so i just think trevor may is a guy who you can pitch in the seventh eighth ninth inning he closed games for the twins last year he's not locked into any role and again i think he has that upside to be your guy in the bullpen depending on who's there already But he's just – he's a great piece to have back there. At at any time, he's pitched in – I feel like he's pitched in every inning for the Twins. He'll come in and he'll be the fireman. You know, he'll pitch in the seventh with a lead. He'll pitch in the eighth down. He'll pitch in the ninth and close the game. He does whatever he's asked to do and and does it uh, really professionally as well. He's at the ballpark super. I know he's talked about his routine before. and Yeah, he's just a professional.
1: I think if Mets fans weren't already excited about this signing, you've definitely pumped them up even more. I definitely think it's an awesome fit. And I really do believe when you're looking at the Mets bullpen right now, you mentioned Edwin Diaz. There wasn't really much outside of him this past season. The Mets could count on, and even he had his struggles. So it's good to know now they have at least one arm going to 2021 that they can trust.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And he's a guy again, that has been so solid the last three years. He's just really solid and has shown at times. And if you look at the game logs too, I think if you separate like the first half of his appearances his ERA is probably double or triple what it was because at the end of the year he was amazing. He was dominant at the end of the year. I want to say in his last like eight or nine appearances he was just locked down and was a huge part of the Twins coming back and winning the Central again. He was big for them. So he goes on these runs where he's just locked down, just impossible to hit. It feels like, and you say, "Oh yeah, it's a good time for Trevor." Bring in Trevor because he's just been impossible to hit lately. Um, he'll go on those stretches, and then when he's when he struggles. I'll say it again, he can hang stuff. He hangs that slider a little bit and then struggles throwing strikes sometimes, but he's really turned into a polished reliever. And when he struggles, it seems like he always bounces back the next outing or an outing after that. He's uh he's just solid. He's as solid as they come and he's a great signing for a team. I think he's perfect for a team that that's looking to spend and a team that's looking to jump the market a little bit. I think he's gonna fit in nicely, as I've said.
1: Again, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. I appreciate the intel. I couldn't have given that type of, you know, inside access to anything with twins baseball myself. So I'm glad I got uh, got you on here and I'm glad you got Mets fans excited about this signing. Where can they find your work on the Twins?
0: Yeah, so Lockdown Twins on the Lockdown Podcast Network, the great Lockdown Podcast Network. You can follow me on Twitter at Nash Rock or not. It's a lot of Twins stuff, but if I'm gonna adopt the Mets as my National League team. There you go. Um, I would hope that Mets could give it back to a team that w- hasn't won in uh, a playoff game in, in, since I've been alive. But, yeah, I mean, I, it's just, you can find it there. I locked on Twins on Twitter. And, yeah, TwinsDaily.com. I'm writing on there all the time, too. So I appreciate you, Ryan, if you ever uh, want to talk. Maybe the Mets will go out and sign, like, all our free agents. Tyler Clippard, Sergio Romo, Mario Gonzalez, all of them. The Nelson Cruz? No, wouldn't want that. But, uh, yeah, we'll be in touch in case the Twins sign Justin Wilson. We could trade relievers.
1: There you go. Sounds like a plan. That will be all for today's edition of Locked on Mets. On Wednesday at 8 p.m., it is the non-tender deadline, so there is a chance that we have some breaking news tomorrow. If there's some Mets that are cut, there might be some big names around baseball that are cut, and we'll cover all of that on Thursday's edition of Locked on Mets. As always, thank you all for listening. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. You can also tell your smart device to play. Podcast Locked On Mets. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.